Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. one 405 8405 to talk to anyone on the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims, Bobby, working on news over there. If my voice sounds a little scratchy right now, I just noticed that. Yeah, it does. I, What's going on? I quit smoking for the new year. Ooh, yeah. congratulations. So, well, yeah, but there's, so that doesn't explain why your throat is scratchy. Yeah, it should be the opposite. Exactly. There's actually a lot of stuff coming up. Oh, no, thank you for TMI, TMI. It's yeah. going to be gone. I'm going to have the pinkest lips around. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you working on in the newsroom there, Miss Bobby Hill? Something that will not gross out our listeners, unlike you, uh-huh. Hal. Something uh-huh. that will make you happy. Let me ask you, when you're doing your taxes, wouldn't you kind of like to sit there and be able to claim your pets as a tax deduction? Damn straight. Yeah, that, yeah, that may be happening. We have some legislation to talk about coming up in the news. Okay. We also want to hear what listeners think about this because I've heard a few people say it's misguided, stupid, impossible to validate, but I want it, it because... It, yeah, yeah, we spend a lot of money. I want it because I have pets. And if counties can verify animals for the purposes of licensing fees, yeah. I'm going to go along that same route and Come on, what makes you think the IRS won't come out and check? It is, after all, the IRS. Okay, so here I'm thinking, everybody that's listening now, pet lovers, so you probably want the tax deduction. So I really only want to hear from the people that think this is silly. Give me a call at one 405 so that I could ridicule you all over the airwaves. I'm gonna that's say, nice, I, I, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't even think that came yes, out you of... did. I'll tell you, it's you the quitting... You so did so. The quitting smoking has me on edge a little bit. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, but oh, that's it. We're very transparent here at Animal Radio. We show all views, all viewpoints, and that's why I'm asking you to call, and I won't make fun of you, honestly. Yes, he will. <laughs> Don't you believe him? I know him. He will so make fun of you. Coming up on the show today... Davy Jones, monkey Davy Jones. Oh my God! I get it. Animal Radio. He used to be a monkey. Yeah. Ah, sorry, Davy. He'll well, always be a monkey. I believe he's a horse racer. Yeah, traveling around yeah. with his horses. Yes, now. he raises yes. race horses. I believe in Delmar, mm-hmm. down there in San Diego. He he was the cute monkey, right? He's the one that all the girls like. Yes. yes. We all loved Davy. My sister had posters all over our bedroom wall. Wow. Okay. I went to junior high with a girl who claimed he was her cousin. Really? Oh. We knew she lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's on the way here on Animal Radio. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, whether it be uh, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or Vinnie Penn, animal communicator Joy Turner. Now, i got to tell you, I'm a little bit of a skeptic when it comes to animal communicators or animal psychics because maybe I A little just, bit? Oh, okay, a lot. I don't believe that there you can go. actually talk to an animal that uh, has passed or, or your childhood animal. Oh, poor Hal. Yeah. Well, but you do, don't you? Do. Oh, definitely. You're a big believer, aren't you? I've had experiences. I'm a believer. Look at that. <laughs> anyway, uh, the phones are ringing like crazy over here for Joy. So, obviously... Uh, you want to talk to her. If you want to talk to the animal communicator, get on the phones right now. I, I, Susan Sims just came into the studio. Come on over to the microphone. Susan Sims, ladies and gentlemen, she's our travel expert here on Animal Radio. Who do you have on the show today? Oh, one of my very favorite people of all time. Is you say Michelle that about Radio. everybody. You know that. I know. You know, you know me too well, but Michelle Raviol from Le Pooch is just a fabulous uh, gentleman. I got to meet him when I was in New York City uh, last, and he is—he's got a company that 
the trend of being a dog has never been sweeter if, uh, if you can get products from Lay Pooch. I know, Judy, she's always pampering Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. She's uh, driving uh, driving her around in a little stroller, putting all kinds of clothing on. This guy has fragrances, is that correct? Like perfume? Yeah, yeah. so let's, let's ask Judy if Ladybug actually gets to have a $100 fragrance just made especially for her. Wow. Okay, so this guy's not only going to tell us about his fragrances, but he has giveaways. Is that true? He actually has three. I, I think this is probably the most valuable giveaway, and, and not to say that all the other giveaways haven't been fabulous, but it, when you are putting a dollar amount, I think this is probably the most valuable giveaway we have had year to date. Okay, so if you like pampering your dog, listen up in a few minutes. Susan Sims will be on with uh, Michelle Raviol. Not ravioli, Michelle ravioli. He would hate it if I said ravioli. He hates it. He yeah, probably got called that in school. I, I think probably a few times. <laughs> That's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friends, celebrating our connection with our pets. The whole gang is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladimir, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny Penn. Animal communicator, Joy Turner. Bobby working on news feverishly over there. and uh, Or Twittering. She doesn't have her headphones on yet, so she doesn't hear me. I just make make all kinds of funny faces over She Will someone wake her up? It's time to do the show. And then uh, we got Judy. She's. It appears that she is screening your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405. Susan Sims with Travel Talk on the way, Fido-Friendly Travel Talk. Come on over here. Spend some time with me here. I want to show you some email, Susan. We just got that. Have you ever been to New Zealand? You know, I have not. It's one of the places on my bucket list, however. Bucket list? You mean before you kick the bucket? That's exactly it. We've got <laughs> bucket lists all over the house, and that's on one on mine. My husband hasn't really shared his bucket list yet. I don't know what he's afraid of. Well, we just got this email from New Zealand. I understand it's a very beautiful place. It says, uh, my name's Carrie Ann. I'm from New Zealand. I download your podcast. You know, we forget that we, you know, we do this on XM. We do this on 90 stations nationwide, but we also have the podcast at Animal Radio, and I forget about that sometimes. So thank you for reminding me there, Carrie Ann. Uh, she says she puts it on her iPod. She says it's great to have a station dedicated totally to animals. She says there's nothing like this in New Zealand. It's a small country. We wouldn't get such a radio show here. So I'm happy to listen to yours. Uh, thank you, Carrie Ann. And, of course, if you'd like to host us at your house, uh, would that be fine? We'd come down. Susan, would you stay at her house down there? I, I would, and I, I they have lots of lambs. I, I had a friend that went there, and they call them lammies. Oh, really? And uh, she couldn't figure Yeah, they couldn't figure it out. But, yeah, that's a place that I would go, and I'm sure that Carrie Ann would welcome us with open arms. Yeah. Thank you for your email. You can uh, email us at yourvoice at animalradio.com. Coming up on the show today, Davy Jones, Monkey Davy Jones. Do you remember the monkeys, Susan? The- yeah, yeah, the monkey. Yes! Absolutely. Was Davy Jones the cutest or what? I bet you had posters too. I, I, he he was, and I I was one of those. My my friends always had the posters up. I don't know what was wrong with me. I just had dog pictures. <laughs> I was a dog lover back then. Oh my! Well, he's a horse lover. He has horses. He races them down in Del Mar, and he'll be our special guest today. That's all coming up here on Animal Radio. Let's go to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, who's this? Hello. Hi, who do we have on the line Hi. there? Uh, I'm Dr. Rain. Dr. Debbie, thank you for taking my call. Oh, wonderful. What kind of doctor are you? I'm a surgeon. 
a human surgeon, I'm assuming then. Yes, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's you're here to test me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a five-year-old German Shepherd, and over the last year and a half, he started scratching and gnawing on his paws and was diagnosed with food allergies. Okay. So I was told to stop giving him wheat, corn, chicken, and beef. And uh, he is on lamb and rice. Initially, I tried solid gold and then switched okay. to day. But he still continues doing that. Okay. And, and when you made that switch to the food, how long were you keeping him on that? Um, almost a year. And okay. then he wow, stopped that's... eating the solid gold. And in between, I had goat meat. And he really liked the goat meat. Wow. <laughs> You're a dedicated pet owner, my goodness. <laughs> I don't think we want to hear how you got the goat meat, so <laughs> we won't ask. God. So as far as, now while, while we've been on the food trial, um, when we try the hypoallergenic diet for presumed food allergies, um, did you avoid any other outside influences, any treats, any oral medications that had beef flavors or anything like that? Yes, I, I quit giving him his... Uh deworming medication too because it had some some animal protein in it. Yeah, and I guess when the route that we've gone so far with your dog is uh, kind of more of like a novel protein diet approach. Um, and there's two different schools of thought when we're worried about a pet that has food-related allergies. And for anyone listening that you know, is maybe suspicious their dog might have this, it's really hard to know. There's not a great way to test. We have to go through these elimination diets for 8 to even 12 weeks to see if a pet's better and their itching is decreased. If they do, then we have something successful, and then we can challenge the pet with something different dietary-wise. Um, so the two main methods that I try to figure this out is um, the novel protein diet, which is where we go to something unique that they haven't been exposed to. And a lot of folks are big fans of the um, non-grain diet, so avoiding corn, wheat, all of the grains in any kind of foods. And, and that's a s- solid approach. You can try that. Um, additionally, you can go into where you try like a venison and potato-based diet, um, kangaroo and potato-based diets. There's all sorts of wacky combinations out there. And if you stick with that and there's no way that that food trial is been violated, um, if you haven't gotten good success in even 8 to 12 weeks, then I move on and try something else. Um, and the other method that we might want to try is going more with a hydrolyzed protein diet. And uh, basically it's uh, where the food is processed um, and the proteins are broken down very small, so they bypass the pet's immune receptors in the gut. And um, it kind of tricks their immune system, if you will, for pets with food allergy. And I actually do have a couple uh, different brands that I use in my office that I, I really do think works great. Um, and for some pets, that can really be an important way to go. So that might be a different avenue you can try. Um, I guess the other thing that I want to make sure is that um, we haven't missed anything else in the diagnostic workup. Because um, German Shepherds are, are certainly a breed where we can see things like sebaceous adenitis, uh, which is you know an inflammatory type problem in the skin, um, where they can have some other kind of hair-related problems with that, um, as well he as chicken he does. Yes. Does he have any kind of uh, patches of hair loss? or? Uh, he had some hair loss around his ears, and I was mm-hmm. told to apply some Lotrimin, and that fixed it. 
Oh, okay. You know what? Then we might even have to look at another avenue because this might not just be food allergies, as would be common in a lot of dogs. They don't just get just allergies. They'll get the secondary yeast or the bacterial infections on top of that. And especially if he had something that responded to lodrimin, you know, which is a good yeast uh, topical, then I would really see about getting uh, some maybe some impression smears um, of his skin surface. And then maybe we might find that we need to go through more of like an oral antifungal or a course of antibiotics and make sure we knock all of that stuff out as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd probably try that route as well. Now, what brand of hydrolyzed food can I, and where could I find it? Usually that you have to go through your veterinary office because it's really not something sold on the general market. Um, ironically, I have my dogs right now. One of my dogs is on the Purina hydrolyzed protein diet uh, that's called HA. Um, and uh, we're trying that for about uh, two to three months for my pet to help decrease his tendency for yeast outbreaks and itching and all of that wonderful stuff. So that's one. Um, Science Diet also has one. And uh, that one is called ZD. Z is in zebra. And uh, that is in my hands, too. I've had a lot of successes with pets with that as well. So see if that might help you out. And, wow, uh, thank you so much. It's great to have some professionals calling in here. Uh, appreciate your call. This is Dr. Debbie. We're here to take your calls at one 405 Wow, we're starting to sound like a real disc jockey there. <laughs> <laughs> Still to come, monkeys, Davy Jones. Also, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog has put together a list of her New Year's resolutions for 2010. I found it. I don't know how she wrote it. She doesn't have opposable thumbs, but I'm going to read it to you. It's coming up right here on Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each bi-monthly issue includes hotel and destination reviews, health and wellness topics, dog training advice, and the latest fashion trends. You can find Fido-Friendly magazine at Borders, Barnes & Noble, PetSmart, and Petco, or simply go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the only magazine your dog will thank you for. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. 
Attention car owners, if your vehicle has less than 125,000 miles or if your current warranty is about to expire, this message is for you. You can now get extended coverage for your vehicle at much lower rates than dealers offer. Logic Car Care has set up a special toll-free number so you can get a free no-obligation quote direct. You pick the repair shop and we'll pick up the bill. Plus, receive free 24-hour roadside assistance. Call for your free quote now. 800-238-9082. That's 800-238-9082. Call 800-238-9082. Hi, this is Anne-Marie Lucas from Animal Precinct and the ASPCA. And when I'm not out busting bad guys for abusing animals, I am home listening to Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. one 405 This healthy portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Blue, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. The whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, Vinny Penn brought, brought his whole family in. Animal communicator Joy Turner joining us as we celebrate. Also, Susan Sims and Bobby working on news. I, I'm so thankful for the animals that are in my life this year, especially Ladybug, the studio stunt dog who joined us. Well, I guess it was last year. Yeah, this is her second year. This is her second year? I know. It goes by so fast, doesn't it? <sighs> wow. <laughs> Seemed like just yesterday she was just a sure puppy. does. Really, and she looks like a puppy. Yeah, she always will. Hey, Vladi, how are you doing? You know, you, when I was, you, you were talking about Ladybug and second year, you know, I, I cannot believe I'm 11 years in the United States. And now, you know? but this is your first year in California, really. Yes, it is. It is. I think I, I won lottery. I really do. I love the weather and, uh, you know, very yeah, nice state. I noticed that, and we were just commenting about this, that over the last year, your accent has developed to sound more Californian <laughs> than it ever has. <laughs> and you said you're starting to fit in with the Californians there. He's losing the Michigan accent, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny, it's funny, guys, because I participate um, in, in one event uh, recently, and uh, was the person from Ohio there. And when I said about my Michigan accent, she said, yeah, 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 he has Michigan accent. It is. So people really recognize it. By the way, I'm planning to go to Michigan for one week. I mean, I have a, probably uh, a few things to do, but uh, most important than anything else to me, to, to visit my father. Uh-huh. He's still in Michigan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, many clients just cannot wait. Just they like me to a little bit help them out with the pets. So I will do one quick, one week visit to Michigan oh, pretty soon. That sounds like fun. That uh, sounds like a fun. homecoming. Yes. Well, if you want to talk to Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, he's here. Also, Doctor Debbie with your vet medical questions, and uh, Vinnie Penn and Joy Turner. I'm thankful that we're all here together. That we have created such an amazing family over the last few years of animal lovers and experts who can answer your questions really spot on. I believe we have Betha on the phone. Is it Betha? Yes. Betha. I've never Betha. I've never heard of that. Well, I have Lotte here. Tell me about your pet. What's going on? Well, 
we have a standard poodle, and he was a rescue. He's 10 years old now, so we've had him for a while. It's not like he's a new rescue. You, you, know, you know, you know, before you continue, I just would like to let you know and everyone, I love, I love standard poodles. I love them even more than German Shepherds. Wow. I believe, I believe they are smartest dogs they, from the dog kingdom. Are. Yeah. I would myself have a poodle if not there's such a factor involved, <laughs> especially, especially in uh, California when the man is owning poodle. <laughs> and I will not go. I don't want to go far than that. But uh, the thing is, dogs, are, poodles, are like a PhD of the dog kingdom. So I am not sure what type of the problems you can have. Besides one thing, poodles very manipulative. I manipulative. Said that's what I'm thinking when you said that. My son actually has a. He's almost six months old. Um, standard poodle. We have. He has the brother, and we have the sister besides the one I was telling you about. But he actually has him this weekend opening weekend in western Kansas on a pheasant hunt, and he is doing excellent, excellent. Yes. So when you said smart, I had to throw that in there. Ah. Yeah, but you know, it's always a problem, uh, hell, you know, it's always a problem, it's a real issue. Normally, people are stupid, dogs are smart, that's always the problem I'm dealing with in my practice. So but what's your ahead. problem, Beth? Well, I think you're going to tell me that. Um, well, what he does is barks, um, and it wouldn't be a problem, but he keeps on, and he'll bark if the doorbell rings on the TV. He will bark if he hears, like, a little knock or something in the other room or somebody drives by. And we've tried, uh, you know, the little thing where you throw, like, a little peanut can to scare him. We've heard, because we've heard you before, we've tried the little squirt bottle. We just got him soaking wet. It didn't bother him. I did not uh, suggest any squirrel bottles. Uh, you didn't, okay, somebody, somebody else might have did a squirt bottle. I thought you'd said, like, a squirt like a squirt bottle, but no, 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 water, no. So. <laughs> no, no. I will tell you exactly what she needs to do. But uh, okay. before we start to, to to toss anything at your dog or spray anything, uh, let me let me let me determine and figure out why what is the cause of your dog, why the dog is barking. You know, because okay. uh, my approach for everyone who is listening right, now, I don't want that people just uh, you know just take me like a guy who just go after the symptoms and try to shoot the symptoms. I'm not uh, representative of America. School uh, of the medicine, where we're going just and giving aspirin for the headaches. I am more about addressing why we have a headaches. What is the causing of our headaches? And uh, let's talk about your dog and what is the causing him to bark all the time. Uh, I will tell you. You tell me if I'm wrong. Right? You can stop it pretty quick. Let's do it very, very um, conversational. So dogs bark for a few reasons. Number one, some of the main reason because they are dogs. Dogs like right. to bark. Yeah, for entertainment. Number two, uh, to demand attention, especially in the presence of the owner. Number three, protection, guard barking. We see something moving, going, they barks, that stress disappear. They're proud about their achievement. They scare that mailman or dog can just pass by. They love it. It's dis he disappeared, she disappeared. They thought they did it. Um, some dogs like just bored. They have nothing <laughs> else to do, and they're barking just to drive you. You know, it's a dogs like a like like a kids. I mean, they 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 feel they they feel tremendous enjoyment sometimes of torching their pet owners or parents and never tell us thank you for discipline we apply to them. So if your dog, if you fall in in any of those categories, here is my first suggestion would be to you. I would start, because like I said, you have very intelligent dog. 
if you have, uh, let's say, some sporting breeds, I would put a lot of emphasis on what all the Cesar Milan talks about, uh, on meeting the dog mental, uh, excuse me, physical needs. I would suggest you to do something with his body. But in your situation, I would suggest to do a lot of, a lot of mental stimulations. I suggest to do some physical exercises too, but prioritize mental exercises. What I mean by that, I would suggest your dog to have some leash time. I want to make sure your dog walks, do sit-stay, down-stay, two times per day for 30 minutes inside of your house, in your backyard, everywhere where he barks, uh, and even try to stimulate situation. For instance, if you know uh, some kids c- uh, coming after school, so around that time the training session needs to be set up. So you're basically making your dog to do something in the time when your dog would rather not. Most dogs people will listen to us when nothing better to do. But when something better uh, than listen to us, most the dogs will tell you, forget you, daddy or mommy. I'm going to do right now these tricks, and I come back to you, and I'm going to continue play with you in your games. So, so here's what I will do. I would get the pinch collar by company Herm Springer. German pinch collar with quick release, made from the steel, never scratch, never hurts. I put it around your dog's neck. I put the um, uh, leather leash, six feet leather leash. How was it probably? Feet? Six feet or six foot? You're just fine. Six com- feet was fine. Okay, sorry. I mean, I'm always confusing that English sometimes. I speak Doglish. It's a hard language. It is, it is. You say, but you cannot speak Doglish, so I'm, I'm fine. I speak five languages. I could barely it- speak English. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, you know, to some degree, you you have a brilliant English, uh, better than mine, Russian, uh, better my English, sorry. So anyway, put the leash and collar. Let's go. Sit, stay, calm down. What I'm gonna pay attention? I pay attention. The dog is not going to go ahead of me. If you tell me I take my dog for a walk two, three miles, I will not buy it because I'm hearing hearing it all the time. It's not how many miles you walk; it's how you walk. You must walk. Your standard poodle in structures. You lead, the dog follows. Your head is slightly behind. I believe in this relationship. When the human leads, dogs is follow. And I see much more problems happening when it's vice versa. If you say, okay, go pee, go poop, go play, your standard poodle can jump in the place. He can do whatever he wants. But if you say, let's go, it means no peeing, no pooping, nothing, no sniffing, just walking at your left-hand side. Hell, you know why at the left-hand side? No, why? Because at the right-hand side, it's international law. At the right-hand side, we always have cellar phone, pager, and gun. Oh, good to know. What if you're left-handed, though? If, do you just switch if you're left-handed? I'm left-handed. Uh, do I, I try my gun to teach my, my clients. I try to straight, straighten, now my, uh, straighten my clients. I always ask them, if your mom didn't teach you where the right hand is, <laughs> uh, let me teach you now. <laughs> they talk, oh, in America, we don't forcing the kids. I say, listen, my European mother would snap me my hand if I would keep it, uh, my spoon in the wrong hand. So, you know what? i got to snap your hand, too, now. Hey, so, anyway, it's a secondary story. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I want your dog has a leash time. Sit, stay, calm down. One minute sit, stay will take as much energy like one mile to run for your dog. Once you do all these things, you can a little bit do physical exercises, too, to teach your dog chase something. Uh, check the website by chase, uh, uh, chase pet. 
toys.com marvelous pet toy you know you just uh, stick with the rope with the toy attached you just roll it not at all just uh, um, like wave that stick back and forth and uh, the squirrel just running back and forth from this rope and you're not going to chase it and you don't need any, even to break the sweat you just stay in one place <laughs> so this is all together will really make your dog be tired tired dog is the good, good dog, dog. Tire, 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 kids sleep well. Now, after all of that, you tried, nothing works. Listen, lady, you know, I, I had to, I cannot pronounce your first name. I'm so sorry. Uh, so, so get the real thing what the Vladi suggested all the time. Pet convincer. It is not the water. It is not the chemicals. It's just spraying air with the sound. Pet convincer, and if that's not going to work, you send me email, and I will return. I will ask the company return your money five times more than you pay for that product. Wow! Because I know it's going to work and work instantly. By the way, everything that Vlade talks about on the air, we have up at the website. Uh, Vlade's top picks of the week uh, at AnimalRadio.com. We wish you the best of luck with that. Let us know how it works out, Betha. All right, thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to talk to the world-famous Russian dog wizard. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love Animal Radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. Almost sat on the dog. Don't squish the puppy, please. This is an Animal Radio News Update. Brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. The only litter made from whole kernel corn. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Nikki Stoddard's husband wasn't really sold on the idea of raising chickens in his San Mateo, California home, but that was before he actually tasted real fresh eggs. The eggs are not one of the only draws for many residents who've brought chicken farming from the country to the burbs. Wow. Backyard chicken enthusiasts say there are lots of reasons for tending your own flock, including and not limited to the entertainment of a new pet and teaching your children about where their food really comes from. Another benefit is knowing exactly what went into those eggs. Hmm. Hunt Kennel Systems and Animal Care, Inc. of Goodman, Missouri, has agreed to pay over $50,000 civil penalties to the United States to settle allegations that it violated the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, otherwise known as FIFRA, uh-huh. by repackaging, relabeling, and selling an insecticide meant for use on cattle and hogs as a flea and tick treatment for dogs. Oh. An inspection, I know, inspection found the company had bottled the pesticide Prolate Lintox HD into different packages and sold it as another pesticide. And Chihuahuas have been flying out of the Golden State and going to other states since it was found out that there is a glut of Chihuahuas in California. A group of 25 already arrived at the Humane Society of Greater Nashua in New Hampshire. That's thanks to Catherine Hagel, Heigel of Grey's Anatomy, Kinder 4 Rescue in Studio City and American Airlines. The movies, Beverly Hills Chihuahua and Legally Blonde, have left shelters with up to 30% of their dog populations comprised of Chihuahuas. Hmm. L.A. shelters alone currently have more than 300 of the little guys. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. Go out and get yourself a Chihuahua, please. This has been an animal.
Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. The holidays can be fun for your pet, but be careful when using candles. Never leave lit candles within reach or unattended. Keep pets away from electrical cords and holiday lights. Pets can get electrocuted if they chew on them. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-800-874-7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. That number all week, just in case you can't get through right now. We are there, of course, by email at the website. All of our email, including our Twitter information. I don't do the Twitter thing yet. I'm gonna. I'm probably not going to do the Twitter thing, so don't expect that. But if you want to follow News Director Bobby Hill or Fido Friendly's Susan Sims, you can do that. Head on over to the website. They have their own special little addresses. They're you. both twidiots. They are. I just found out that uh, Bobby, she's right over there. She can hear you, by the way. Just because she takes her headphones off doesn't mean just she wave. can't hear you. She uh, twittered last week that she found a spider in her shower. Yes, she's twittering about her shower activities. This is why I don't Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. And she saved that spider. And I was thinking, I also have a spider in my shower that I have not touched. Have you ever had a spider in your shower? Did you just let it go? Hey, spiders are our friends. one 405 8405 Speaking of Bobby, in just a few minutes, she's going to be talking about uh, 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 the discerning palate of dogs. You know, we were just talking to somebody whose dog mm-hmm. is eating dog poop. Dog poop. Mm, yeah. Dog poop and cat poop. It happens, you know. Apparently, they're not that picky. And Bobby's done a little research on that, and we'll find out what her results are in just a few minutes. Which one are we going to? J.D.? Hi, J.D.? Well, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Well, so far, so good. If this rain holds up, I'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Where, where are you calling from today? As a matter of fact, uh, I happen to be in Nebraska on uh, I-80. Do you travel with your pet? Um, not when I'm in the big truck. Okay. What's going on with you today? Case in point, I'm calling about a seven-month-old Shisu and Maltese mix. Okay. And what's going Um, on with your baby? Well, the little baby is, I think, a little spoiled. Uh, She's a little hyper. She's frustrated. We have another dog that we got at the same time, also uh, the same mix. Only she's a month older, and whenever one dog has a chew bone and then the other dog has a chew bone, you know, drop the one that's in your mouth. The other one's got to be better, you know, so I want that. (laughs) Um, But actually, the reason for the call is we're having problems with our seven-month-old, and every time she gets in and we have, now come on, doggy seats for them well, in the car. Very good. Mm-hmm. And hopefully seatbelts, too. And seatbelts, too. Yes. Great. And they uh, they go around the, the harnesses for the dogs. 
so there's, you know, uh, no problem with it. But she isn't in the car very long before she starts looking like she's going to barf, and she does. Okay. Now, I've already, we've already been to uh, a vet out our way, and the vet wants to first stop feeding the dog before you go someplace. That's number one. And Very number good, two, good sense. Uh, they were thinking of some small pills, I, and he didn't, he didn't tell us anything as to what the pills were. But uh, what sparked uh, the call was I heard uh, somebody at the, uh, uh, the pet thing today, and she was a holistic person, and mm-hmm. I was wondering if there's any holistic something holistic that will settle this dog down we mm-hmm. kind of feel she's uh, a little hyper a little frustrated and okay. you know maybe help her enjoy her trip like we all like to do okay well there's there's definitely a couple things you said that kind of First, I wanted to jump in and interrupt you, so pardon me if I started. <laughs> um, the one no thing problem. is, you said that she's kind of a, an anxious gal, um, that she yeah. kind of gets excitable. Now, one thing that's important to know with car sickness in dogs, when they when they vomit or they get sick in a car, sometimes it truly is motion sickness that causes that, where their vestibular apparatus are kind of on a tilt-a-whirl, and they actually get sick from that feeling. Now, then, then there's the other dogs that actually are just getting freaked out, and they're anxious, and they may be drooling, and they may be hyperactive, and then they may end up vomiting because they're so freaked out, but it may not truly be a motion sickness issue. So there's different ways we go at treating this. If she she's kind of anxious, then I would want to make sure we do some simple things first, and that is actually conditioning her to short bouts in the car. It's the simplest thing you can do, won't require any money, any medication, or any supplements, and that is to spend small little snippets of time getting her into the vehicle, um, where you get into the car, sit down, get her seat belted, and then that's it. And then you go back into the house. You keep practicing that level of interaction. Then you build up to turning on, on the car engine while she's seated in there and then building it up to where you're just backing up out of the driveway so that that not on every time you get in the car doesn't mean she's going to be going out on a ride. So that helps kind of train some of that anxiety and to helpfully decrease that for your pet. Now, the next thing. I think I learned something from you before, and that is, you know, not every time you get in the car are you going to go to the Bet. Yeah, and yeah. you know we wanted to get them out of that. We have we have triplet grandchildren, and they're nine years old now, and they love the heck out of the dogs. So what my wife does do is go and pick them up at school, and oh my gosh, you know it's old home week, <laughs> and it's you know that's just another deterrent, but getting them used to the car. Absolutely. That's very good. And then, you know, as far as I'm just kind of guessing, J.D., what your veterinarian might have been recommending, because there is actually a, a, a medication that is labeled for dogs for motion sickness, and, and that's a medicine called Serenia. Um, I've also used some anti-motion sicknesses, uh, medicines like Meclizine, which is over-the-counter. 
um, and then the good old drama means. So those are the medicines we can try. Now, you mentioned and you were inquiring about holistic remedies, which it's not necessarily my forte, but I can tell you there are some things that might be intriguing for you to try. Um, one of them is actually lavender oil, which um, there actually have been veterinary studies where they looked at this, and you basically take lavender oil, apply it to a rag or a towel, and just place that in the environment, so in the cab of the truck. And that has a calming um, effect for animals, and, and that's believed to be helpful. Uh, can't say we know for certain or not if it, if it works. The other thing would be that we can try pheromones, and pheromones you may have heard me talk about on other shows, that that is a scent hormone that is a calming effect uh, for the dog, and that is something you can get in sprays or collars, and use that in the same time that you're doing these training sessions, whether or not you're driving and actually moving, but you, you get them kind of calm about the whole experience about being in the vehicle. And then another holistic remedy um, is actually ginger. And, and this is something my grandma touted for years and years when I was younger. And um, I don't know that it ever helped us children, but, you know, grandma would always be nibbling on that ginger. Um, so we can actually give that to dogs. And, and there's different forms and different dosages and so forth, so we probably can't go through all of that right now. But um, I've even known people that give ginger snap cookies as a way to get the ginger in the pet, um, as long as you don't mind the possibility. Yeah, and although I'd say ginger ale would probably be hard to get enough of ginger in without giving her a lot of bubbles and maybe tummy upset. And that's even the downside with the ginger snap cookies is that, you know, if you're nauseous, you're going to have that cookie to have to come up down the road. So so some of those remedies might be helpful for you. And, uh, you know, if that doesn't work, you know, I'd say pick up that phone, call your veterinarian, and see if you want to try one of those medications as an alternative. But... uh, Happy trails, and I hope that works for you and your babies there, J.D. Thanks for the call. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. This is Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. It's so easy to get into debt, and it can be so hard to get yourself out. I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Today, many people find that they have credit card balances that are out of control. And when they realize they're in serious debt, they don't know what to do. If this sounds like you, talk to us before your situation gets worse. Call Debt Settlement USA for a free consultation. Find out what we can do for you. Your call is confidential and there's no obligation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. If you're having trouble with credit card debt, call right now. Call 1-888-551-7788. That's 888-551-7788. If you've ever used Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella for birth control, you must listen to this important notice. The FDA says these drugs may cause serious heart and health problems. If you or a loved one took Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella and developed any complications, these pills may be to blame. Call Phillips National Injury Group to protect your rights. If you suspect these drugs may have caused a serious injury, this announcement is for you and your family. Yaz, Yasmin, or Ocella may cause deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary heart attack, stroke, or
or even death. If so, you or your family may be entitled to significant compensation. For legal help with the effects of Yaz, Yasmin, and Osella, call the Phillips National Injury Group at 800-950-1094. That's 800-950-1094. Injured by Yaz, Yasmin, and Osella, call 800-950-1094. Attorney responsible for this advertisement is Phillips National Injury Group with offices at 20 East Thomas Road, Suite 2600, 26th floor, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. Admitted in Arizona and California. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, cases of this type may be referred to local counsel for principal responsibility. This is an advertisement and a paid announcer. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. This is Susan Sims for Fido Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio, where we talk about the travel and lifestyle for you and your furry best friend. Now, Christmas may be over, but the gifts just keep coming on Fido Friendly Travel Talk. You don't have to speak French to welcome him to the show, Michelle Ravio, owner of Le Pooch. This is a company that started in France. But it does help if you are interested in the finer things in life for your pooch. Hello, Michelle, and welcome to the show. Well, hi, Susan. Thank you for having me on. It's my pleasure. You know, I have a little bit of background, so I, I mean, I'm smiling over here. But, but tell us what launched the Le Pooch line way back in 1987. Well, let me tell you, it went a little before that. I had one too many in college, and uh, when I woke up, I was laying next to a a really smelly dog, and uh, that's kind of how it all started. Too many jello shots. So we decided, uh, you know, after college, uh, got into um, our family has a background in perfumery, uh, perfume business for humans, and I just said, I've got to do something for these smelly dogs, and created a fragrance and, uh, you know, knocked on the doors of Bloomingdale's in New York, and uh, we got in, and the rest is kind of history. What difference do you see in consumers from 1987 to 2010 as it pertains to spending money on their dogs? Well, it's, it's funny. Um, you know, it amazes me. It just does not stop. Uh, back in 87, uh, when we launched, we launched it right after Black's uh, Friday where the stock market crashed, and yet... Uh, you know, within a month or so, we were one of Bloomingdale's top-selling fragrances, um, and at a, at a high price point back then. And today, uh, it, across the board and across uh, you know various countries all over the world, we sell now. Um, it's just you know they keep pampering their pooch. It, it's pretty unbelievable. What are your top sellers? Well, we have uh, you know our fine fragrance collection, uh, our shampoos. We have dog carrier bags going up to fifteen thousand dollars, and then we have a line of shears, uh, which are scissors, which the uh, professional uh, stylists use to uh, trim the dogs, uh, going all the way up to two hundred seventy-five thousand uh, dollars. So we we run the gambit. Uh, we kind of occupy the upper atmosphere, if you will, stratosphere of the. Uh, doggy market. I understand you have been very gracious to offer three amazing prizes to our first three callers. So please tell us what the products are that you're sending our way. Well, first uh, product we're for first caller is one of our VIP fragrances, which is uh, our finest fragrance. It's uh, Rare Osmanthus, and it uh, goes for $100 uh, at the um, uh, Eau de Splash uh, Cologne. And then we also have a pooch brush for another caller coming in, the world's only flexible-headed brush, uh, really ergonomically designed for uh, gliding through those mats. And then we've got a little uh, gift bag uh, with 
fragrance shampoo and a brush uh, going for about $150 at the retail value. So uh, good luck to those three callers. So call now. It's 866-405-8405, and you will win one of these fabulous products from Le Pooch. For more information and to find out how you can order quality products from Le Pooch, click on their website at lepooch.com. That is spelled L-E-S-P-O-O-C-H-S. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. The Animal Radio Network continues to grow. We want to welcome WSRQ 106.9 FM in Sarasota, Florida, where Woo-hoo. Sarasota comes to talk. The Animal Radio Animal Network. Sarasota. Almost 100 stations now in XM Satellite Radio. Definitely the biggest celebration of your pets across the country. We're huge. We're just huge. It's, well, at least we think so. Dr. Debbie is answering your vet medical questions. <laughs> Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, well, dog behavior guy. Funny talking guy. If you haven't heard of me, if you're brand new to the show, and that's possible if you're listening in Sarasota, you got to hear this guy. He's up in just a couple of minutes. He's here. got that Thanks Michigan accent. And Natasha. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's got that Michigan accent you got to worry about. We'll send Squirrel. Vinny Penn is bringing the ha-ha. <laughs> Bobby doing a little news. What do you got coming up in news? I know. Catch I you by surprise no there. Idea. No idea. <laughs> you're, you're Twittering Vinny, over Vinny. there, aren't you? <laughs> it is my job to maintain our identity on the social network sites. Yeah, so I... How? You actually get paid I'll, to do that. <laughs> Shut which up. Is good. <laughs> I do. I have the coolest job in the world. I must admit it. And uh, we have some good news. We're going to update you on some of the dogs that were taken in. Remember the lar- largest dog fighting crackdown that happened over the summer? Oh, yeah. We we have good news updating good news. that. That's coming up in the news. Oh, very good. Okay. Also, I believe information on the H1N1 virus is. You know, you have to be careful with your pets if you're sick. Mm-hmm. Don't be rubbing your face in theirs. Animal communicator Joy Turner is our communicator. And uh, she's on the phone with Amy now. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, pretty well, thank you. Where are you from? Virginia. Virginia? Is it where in Virginia? Uh, just south of D.C., like around Alexandria. Sort oh, of. very beautiful part of our country. It is beautiful. That is true. Yeah. I have animal communicator Joy Turner here with you. Hello well, there, Amy. Hi, Joy. I have a question. I Well, I probably could have 50 million, but we don't have all day. Okay, so I have a couple little wiener dogs, right? Okay. And little pretzel, she's about seven. She has this habit of if you walk by her or you you might get a little too close to her, she yelps in this high-pitched yelp. If I take her to the vet, they said that she's um, in her record, it says she's a drama queen. They can't really (laughs) assess her properly because she's so darn yipey with this high-pitched yelp. Like I trim her toenails, you know, and I'm holding her, and I, I know there's pressure on the toenails and everything. But she gives this yelp into my ear. So we have to have, like, this little can of pebbles, and as soon as I'm ready to trim it, my son shakes the can so she won't yelp. What is her problem? She's sitting right here. I told her to be aware. Can you find out what this dog's problem is? Yes, actually, she's been talking to me almost since you started talking to me. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. She says, first of all, she thinks that whole pebble thing is just really, really obnoxious. And you really need to knock that off. Um, Second of all, she said the thing that really disturbs her is, and she can't figure out if this was from when she was a baby 
or if it was from maybe some other lifetime or what, but she's got this memory of being so small. She got hurt a lot because people would walk on her or other animals would walk on her or not wanting to hurt her, but just because of her size, she was kind of invisible, so to speak. Yeah, she is teeny. Is she small now? Yeah, she's about 12 pounds. Okay, yeah, and that's why she knows that whenever she makes those sounds, everybody anywhere close to her knows where she is. <laughs> yeah. So that's why she's doing that, and when the vets are touching her or you're touching her, what yeah. she's doing is reminding you not to hurt her because she is so keyed in to, she must have had some really big hurt from feeling her. Yeah, um, she, uh, yeah, she she does. She has a history. Of, you know how wiener dogs typically have the wiener dog back problems. Uh huh. She's had back problems. Even though we do everything, you know, everything in our power to prevent her from doing anything, it's just that she was predisposed as a puppy, even to having these uh, calcified discs. Yeah, she's just yeah. been pained yeah. for as long as she can remember, yeah. and she's just really tired of the pain so that's why she makes those sounds to just let everybody know where she is and it's like don't hurt me every time somebody touches me they hurt me don't hurt me we are so conscientious of of how we handle this dog can you tell her to like mix the yelps we know she's here she's like she's a trip it's an um, app in you you want to tell her that right yeah, we yeah, can actually, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell her this, I'm going to tell you what to tell her, because you're going to have to tell her maybe every time you try to touch her for a long time. Okay. okay? Yeah, so what I do you approach would, her a certain way, I start talking to her, I go, okay, I'm going to pick you up now, you know, and, and she's usually pretty good. But yeah, I, and that's actually a great thing to do, to give her advanced awareness of what you're doing. Yeah. And when, yeah. what I would do is, I'm, as I'm going to tell her, Remember that we are aware of you, and we will be very, very careful to treat you well. So if you could be a little more quiet, we could appreciate that a lot, and we'll be as careful as we can possibly be. Yeah, cool. I tell her that, but having you tell her probably more, you know, will will reinforce it. Well, one of the things that she shows me when you tell her that, you've got kind of an edge to you. No, it's kind of like this is bugging the crap out of me. Yeah, because I'm so fed up with it. Yeah, so don't have an edge because really it's not like she's doing something to intentionally aggravate you. She is trying her best to not be hurt, and you can't really blame her for that. No, I can't. I can't can't blame her on that. No, not at all. But it's just, you know, the squealing. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, so now you know why she's doing it, and you can talk to her before you touch her and or the vet or whoever is going to do anything right. and if she's even walking around or you're walking around her she's walking around you whichever way it is you need to look okay. down at her for her to recognize that you know where she is because i mean like if chip you know chip her brother bangs into her or anything she doesn't say the thing or if we you know might accidentally do something she doesn't say anything but she thinks you know we're getting close she sees us she's very very tense yeah, and that's why you need to, to watch her. If she's on the floor next to you and you're walking around, look down at her and tell her, yes, I know where you are. And then be sure that you do, of course, because you wouldn't want to inadvertently kick her. Oh, heck no. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, hey, I have another 
quick question. Is, is it okay? Well, you know what? We're out of time. I'll let you two talk off the air right there. Uh, 1-866-405-8405 if you want to talk to any one of the dream team. That could be Dr. Debbie, uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or Joy Turner. It's Animal Radio, one wacky family of animal lovers. Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical question, Vladi. You know where I'm at now. I, I'm, yeah, I'm here and I'm present. Yes. <laughs> Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, uh, Britt, we're all here at one 405 8405 And we have, uh, oh, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble today. Hi, Lee. How are you? Hi, I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all doing today? Very good. How can we help you? Yeah, I had a question for Dr. Debbie. I, I got a three-year-old uh, Boston Terrier, and about two nights ago, she went outside, and she come back in, and she was limping, and we didn't really think that much of it that night. We figured that she just got, but the, the next day, her paw up to her her shoulder was, uh, was uh, you know, swollen really bad, and we called mm-hmm. our vet about it, and he said it sounded like a snake bite to give her Benadryl, which the swelling has gone down. But I was wondering, should we be worried about any kind of infection? Oh, geez, yeah, definitely. Gosh, so, I mean, if it was a snake bite, your baby got off very lucky because um, a lot of pets don't survive snake bites. So I guess that's the first thing, that if you ever, ever suspect a snake bite, get your little babies to the veterinarian. It's your vet, your vet didn't say come in? No, he just said that usually if they don't get bit, like around the facial area or in the mouth, that usually a snake bite, that's what he told us, that usually a snake bite, all he would do is give her antihistamine. Are uh, you living in a town like with that. more than one vet? Yes. <laughs> Find nice the other vet. <laughs> All right. Well, as far as the big concern with snake bites, is you know they're different different toxic potentials for different snakes. So maybe he knows something that I don't know about the snakes in your particular area. But when we're talking about things like the, the rattlesnakes, which are big in my Las Vegas area, those we do not mess around with because it could be a matter of just a few hours and a pet can die from a snake bite. So the, the main effects tend to be we see swelling, we see pain, and we can see a potential for infection. So yes, any snake bite that I see, my patients get put on antibiotics, but they get a whole heck of a lot more. So they can go into shock so we give them IV fluids we do give them antihistamines but there's even antivenom which is very important for some pets in helping to survive those uh, snake bite uh, misadventures if you will um, so yeah I usually this is another one of those emergencies I don't hold back and it, it's it's something we treat very aggressively because um, you know pets can die very quickly from that now that being said you know um, your vet is definitely correct and I agree with the fact that you know bites on the head and the face are more serious because it's a much quicker uh, path to the brain, if you will. And so pets that are larger or have bites on extremities may not have a serious uh, a response, but you know, you can have that individual who is, uh, you know, your, your Aunt Betty who's allergic to bees, and if she gets stung, she goes into anaphylactic shock. And this can happen to any dog that has a 
as a snake bite. You just don't know which one's going to have that horrible reaction. Doesn't mean everyone's going to, but it means you need to take take that injury with the respect it deserves and get your pet to the vet. So, is that enough of okay. a lecture from me? I don't know. <laughs> well, we we actually never could find you know a puncture wound or anything, and we so we're not really sure if it was a snake because she had an allergic reaction like to a insect bite. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, definitely. And if you don't see, you know, some telltale bite wounds, some draining sores, th- then it might not necessarily be a, a snake bite that for your pet situation. But, yes, you yeah. can have a really big swollen up leg. Um, you know, in our areas, we have um, uh, scorpions, which can cause yeah. a pretty good, even allergic reaction in some dogs. And that can even be life-threatening for some pets. But um, if we're suspecting it might have been a bee sting or some other kind of fire ant envenom- envenomation, something like that, then, you know, something like an antihistamine is very appropriate. Um, But, yeah, I don't hesitate if I'm worried that there's a snake or you know that that you have snakes in your area. Those are definitely the big red flags to be ready and, and be aware. Okay. Lee, last week we had a we had a guy that called in. Uh, I'm sorry, this was a story that Bobby reported about a guy whose dog got bit. He sucked the venom out of the leg of the uh, near, uh, the bite, mm-hmm. of the, and then he got sick himself, and they both ended up at the hospital. So that's yeah. another thing yeah. you don't want to do. <laughs> Not recommended, definitely. <laughs> Dr. Debbie's at your beck and call, along with Vlade, Vinny, Joy, Susan, Bobby, and Britt Savage at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. This is Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. The whole game's here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Vinny Penn bringing the ha, 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 ha. Animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims with Vital Friendly Travel Talk, Bobby working on news, Britt Savage putting the story together for you. And I don't know about you, Susan, but I've already broken most of my New Year's resolutions. Now, of course, I, I quit smoking for the new year, and I'm doing pretty well on that. And uh, it's, it's wow. tough now. i, I got to tell you, there's a lot of stuff down there that I didn't think was down there that's coming up wow. now. And people who quit smoking see that. I don't want to gross anybody out, but if you're smoking, good time to quit. For the new year, 2010. That is such a big thing. Honestly, I had no idea. That is congratulations and keep up the good work. Thank you. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Uh, did you do any? Uh, just this, this the same one. <laughs> <laughs> the one to the one to get out and exercise more, and my husband and I joined the gym while it was being built, and with all the good intentions, and we we haven't gone there yet, but we it's a half an hour for where we live to get there, so that's our excuse. But that's the yeah, that's the one. Good. I wish you. Know, I know there's a lot of people that have that resolution. I wish you all the best of luck with that. I found a list of my dogs' resolutions for the new year. I, I know Ladybug has a list? Ladybug has a list, and I didn't even know she had opposable thumbs, so it's very strange. She must have had someone else transcribe <laughs> this list. But uh, I wanted to share some of the list uh, with you, if, if I can. These are Ladybug's New Year's resolutions. Uh, she wants to, uh, first of all, she wants the owner on the floor, dog in bed. That's what it says here, owner on floor, dog in bed. So apparently, she wants me to sleep on the floor, and she wants to be in the bed. So uh, I don't... <laughs> 
I don't think that that's going to work for New Year's, but uh, you know, I don't even know if she knows I'm reading this. I feel like I'm reading somebody's uh, diary. Yeah, actually, you know, and plus she probably has a really small bed, so that wouldn't even work as a pillow for you. I wouldn't fit in there at all. Not, not a no, chance No, that wouldn't help. work. Okay, okay, that's not going to work. She also says that she wants to stop begging and actually get a seat at the dinner table, which is... Uh, Come on, seriously. <laughs> I got no... You know, she begs and I give her, and she actually wants to, probably wants my seat at the dinner table. Mm, I, I see a trend here. She says she uh, wants to give up her dream of ever catching her tail in 2010. I think that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, she wants to get back at the cat for that litter box incident in 2010. She wants to do that. I'm telling you. Uh, she wants to find every bone that she's buried. Very exciting. I know that she... Does, do your dogs do this? I mean, they bury food all over the place. I lift up the couch uh, cushions, and there's bones under... There's food under there. All kinds of things. She's such a barrier. I have... That has not happened at our house yet. I, Junior has a Nyla bone that he absolutely adores. I call it his pacifier. And, and when we're watching TV at night, he gets up on the couch, and he has his pacifier, and he just <laughs> happily gnaws away. I, I haven't had that problem yet, but then, of course, I probably haven't looked under the couch either yeah maybe you should check to see uh look behind the the cushions there she also wants to invent goggles that allow her to see the electric fence uh this is one of her new year's resolution in 2010 apparently she gets caught off guard by the electric fence uh every well imagine you're going along and all of a sudden (laughs) yeah i guess that's the idea huh And uh, finally, she wants to become alpha dog in her house, or at least stop letting the cat push her around. So these are the New Year's resolutions of Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. I'm going to tuck these back where I found them, because she probably would be ticked off if she knew that I just shared them with the rest of the world. <laughs> Coming probably, up on the show today. List. Yeah. We have Davy Jones, uh, Monkeys on the Way. If you want to talk to any one of the gang, we're here. one 405 8405 Right now. <laughs> what are you working on in the newsroom there, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we've talked about the 101 Dalmatians effect ah. and that effect it had on that particular breed. Yes. It's happening with Chihuahuas. Yeah. We got way too many Chihuahuas here in the Golden State. I will have details for you coming up in the news. You know, you drive down the street here ah. from the studios and you see Chihuahuas mm-hmm. just running free. Yeah, there's herds of them. They're all over, and uh, nobody owns them. You got free range chihuahuas. Free range chihuahuas up here. Anyone want some free range chihuahuas? Drive down the street, pick a, pick a, pick one up. Now, of course, Judy, you went out to get a chihuahua last year. Oh no, two years ago. It was about two years ago now. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, ladybugs older than you. Yeah. yeah. You ended up with uh, not, it had no chihuahua in it. Not ladybug, at all. A Jack Russell Minpin Mix. Yeah. Still looks a little bit like a chihuahua. People think so. People think she is. She's about six pounds, and people say she still looks like a chihuahua. So I could get away with it if I wanted she to. She is chihuahua-like. Yes, yeah. she is. But, you know, I, I wanted to mention something not only to the listeners, but especially to Bobby. I've got an important, important announcement for you to mark Port- your calendar. Uh-oh. Now, I'm not making this up. Uh-oh. You need to mark your calendar. <gasps> I got my crown. Okay, January fourteenth. January oh, coming up here soon. Coming up, yes. January. Yes. Are you ready? Fourteenth. What are we gonna do? It's National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Oh no! You are lying to me. Oh, I'm not making no. this up. That's, you can uh, find it online. January fourteenth. Dress up your pet. What uh, clothing company is sponsoring that? Uh, do you know? No, it's. I don't know. It's not backed by them. So what do you do on that day? Not dress your pet up? <laughs> I dress her even more so. Yeah, I want that people to dog. know that over the uh, holidays, 
Yes, I'm still talking about the holidays. Over the holidays, yes. you would come into work with your uh, dog in a uh, uh, some kind of pink stroller. It was like high-end stroller dressed in uh, clothing. No, I know. It was. Awesome. Oh, it's like she was surprised about it. <laughs> she she had her red cashmere sweater on and her little antlers. Yeah, I. Help. You don't think that was overboard, help. huh? No, she help. loved it. She knew she was. Yes, Judy was needs threatened. help. I know yeah. she Get needs her help. help. Get well, her help. help. Did you? Was that a Christmas gift? Did you get that stroller as a Christmas gift? That looked like a like a, it's a hundred dollar stroller. Oh, it's like the Cadillac of strollers. It's for a product review that uh, from uh, just pet strollers. Though. Just pet strollers. Oh, okay. You put that on the website if people are looking I for will. strollers. For their pet. This is if the you, one. If you're the kind of gal like Judy likes to dress up your animals, roll them around the neighborhood in a stroller. What do people say? Do they think you have a baby in the stroller? Yeah, because it's all zippered up and it's kind of screened so they can't tell. But you know what? She gets Do they excited. just point at you and whisper from a distance? No, but you know what? She goes over to it too. and she stands up on her back legs and tries to get in. She wants me to take her for a ride. Oh, she doesn't. She does. And also, I left it unzippered, and, and Nike, the studio cat, jumped in it. So do people come up to you? Do they go over to the stroller and say, damn, that's an ugly baby? No, they don't. <laughs> they go over there. And you ought to see Sorry. them smile when they see it's her. <laughs> she's, she's just running around. What else around. are they going to do, Judy? They think you're crazy, no. honey. No. Now, this is, it's the Happy Trails Plus Pet Stroller from Just Pet Strollers. And pink. It's gorgeous. She loves it. Can you post a picture of it at the website? I will. Okay. Poor, poor really. Dog. Poor, poor dog dressed up all the time. She actually likes it. That's the, that's the unfortunate thing is the See? dog really likes it. <laughs> I think that you're hallucinating. Not that that's not a nice break during the day, but seriously. <laughs> Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cats can be so finicky, but a cat taking a trip on a ship bound from China to England survived only on condensation and cardboard. The little white cat jumped in a box of cooking ware and survived the 26-day journey in a sealed crate. She was found by surprised workers at a crockery supplier who were unloading the boxes and promptly named Chairman Meow. Chairman Meow was fed, vaccinated, and quarantined at a local animal center where she's enjoying being petted and fussed over. She'll soon be ready for a new home with food. Any kind of cat food would be fine. And I thought airline food was bad. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. When it comes to controlling cat box odor, there's no such thing as good enough. Buy the best or smell the rest. In other words, get World's Best Cat Litter with patented formulas made from whole kernel corn. World's Best Cat Litter is 100% natural and scientifically proven to deliver unsurpassed odor control, compact clumping, and longer-lasting use. See what a difference just one bag makes. And for a limited time, save big when you buy. To download a coupon, go to worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. Okay, time to check out the website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers. 
and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. Is your credit card debt out of control and you don't know what to do? I'm Ted Brower, founder of Debt Settlement USA. Contrary to what you may hear from other advertisers, there is no secret program that can magically eliminate your debt. But Debt Settlement USA does have an answer. We've settled over $150 million of debt. Call right now for a free consultation. Call Debt Settlement USA at 1-888-551-7788. Call 1-888-551-7788. This is Animal Radio, baby. Hello. How are you doing? Davy Jones joining us. I got to tell you, you have broken the monotony around here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm speaking to the Davy Jones. I, I'm here. 47 times they mentioned me on the Brady Bunch in one episode. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, now you're still touring? Yeah, it's amazing. You know, most people think I'm dead, but you know, I'm not really. I'm, I'm out there. I just did a concert this weekend in uh, Springfield, Massachusetts. Uh-huh. And the week before, I was over in uh, um, in a beautiful place, um, um, Vienna. It was called Vienna, Illinois. Absolutely gorgeous. Right on the river. We stayed at a beautiful uh, family-owned hotel, and I, I performed to about... 10, 15,000 people in the, right in front of the, um, you know, the, the little um, um, uh, downtown area with all the statues and the stuff. And it was very dramatic. And obviously, uh, uh, being the greatest entertainer in the world, they invited me back for next season. So, and I do things like Disney, you know. I just, um, in fact, I, I, last year, this, this last year, I, I played uh, Epcot Center. Uh, they call it the Flower Power Festival, and um, you get all these uh, entertainers, you know, so that come from the 60s, and it's, it's Flower Power. And I've been playing that for about seven years. Uh, uh-huh. You know, you do three shows a day, and uh, it, it's it's quite easy, you know. I mean, it's an afternoon, evening thing, then you go straight into the fireworks, and you're home by 9.30, you know what I mean? Yeah. Usually they just wrap me up and put me back in a little Disney box, and I'm out <laughs> next week, you know. But I played there on Mother's Day, and I am again this year. Any of you people out there, middle of May, want to go to Epcot and see me perform? Um, it's on Mother's Day. This year I gave out T-shirts that said, Davey knows your mother, you know. So, <laughs> and, you know, something's all changed, of course, because I, I noticed Peter Noon was there, and so I went to see him the night before. And he, he, you know, they're all getting old, these guys, you know. <laughs> I mean, he thinks, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely walker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and then Tony Orlando, he, he was there, too, and he's like, knock three times on the ceiling if you hear me fall, you know. <laughs> and, and, oh, Roberta Flack, 50 ways... Uh, first time I ever forgot your face. That was what she... <laughs> and I think Paul Simon's there, 50 Ways to Lose Your Liver, but that's, you know... And, uh, and I think Abba's singing Denture Queen these days. I'm not quite sure. It's all kind of funny, tongue-in-cheek, you know, because people pat me and say, you look just like you used to. So I made these T-shirts up with my face on from 19... 19- 
67, you know, uh-huh. just to prove them wrong. So, um, good things stand the test of time, and I think the monkeys uh, can be included in one of those absolutely, little categories. Absolutely, absolutely, especially you. i got to say, well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter are doing okay. They're all in the actor's home in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> I went to see them a couple of weeks ago, and I went over and I said, do you know who I am? <laughs> and Peter said, ask the nurse, she'll tell you. So it was... They're all doing good stuff, and they're all working hard, and, you know, it's just a case of uh, setting an example. We didn't ask to be role models. We didn't ask to be, you know, sort of anything other than that TV show about a rock and roll band. Well, no, uh, it must be the animals that are keeping you so youthful, huh? Well, yeah, I've got, um, I've got a number of horses. I'm down in Florida here right now. I've got a couple of broodmares that just came back from Ocala um, uh, in fold to uh, a horse called Genesis. Nice horse. And um, I've got a couple of, I've got a driving horse. I've got an Arab that uh, he is kind of the pony horse. And then I've got a little show jumper that we mess around with in the local shows here. And, you know, winner takes all sort of thing. But um, I have a couple of nice horses, one especially in the town I live in down here. Uh-huh. His name is Indian Town Jones because this is the town I'm in called Indian Town. So, you know, everyone knows me in town. My picture's up in the... Uh, in the in the local post office, I'm not wanted or anything like that. But I'm about the only guy that's not in that. So and then you know in the local cafe, and they have my records on the wall. And so I'm quite at home. You know, I I'm pretty famous here in the suburbs. If, if you hadn't started with your singing career with the Monkees, would you have been a jockey? I think so. I ride work all the time. Anyone that understands what that is, they exercise the horses in the morning on the track. We start about four thirty, five o'clock. Oh, my gosh. Uh, no big deal. You guys are there at that time anyway. I mean, uh-huh. it's just like being a radio personality. Uh-huh. Uh, you get up, you take care of it, because you've got to be off the track by 10 a.m. because uh-huh. the racing starts at, you know, 1. They've got to prepare that. And I ride 2 or 3 in the morning, gallop a couple. Sometimes I sit on other people's, but, you know, um, it might be an old gray cottage, but there's a fire burning in the grate. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. that. I love to ride. It's kept me really out of those silly, you know, red carpet clubs and the rest <laughs> of that Hollywood baloney, you know. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm an entertainer, you know. I, I, I don't need anyone around uh, other than my audience to, to recognize that I'm a celebrity sure. and that I'm pretty famous, in, you know, in their eyes anyway. And you can't tell anyone that's a Davy Jones fan that he can't sing, he can't dance, he's not the best-looking guy in the world. And, you know, it's it's very simple. You know, the rules have been laid down, and uh, um, it, it's pretty much... Um, Everybody knows their part. I sing, they scream. <laughs> I sing again, they applaud. You know, they request stuff. And and you don't get tired of it. No, it's, it's, it's my life, you know, and I'm very fortunate, you know, as I say, not to diss anybody else because, you know, it's far easier to be critical than correct. But, you know, I mean, I get a bigger buzz out of going into Publix Market down in Florida and have somebody stop me in the cheese department and say, what are you doing here? <laughs> what, do you, you know don't who eat? you are? <laughs> and I say, yes, I do know who I am. Well, wh- wh- why are you in here? And I say, because it's called food. <laughs> and they expect me to, you know, go moonwalking into the, into, into the bread department and, you know, then jump into my Rolls Royce opened by my chauffeur. But I'm a pretty down-to-earth guy. The curtain comes down, and, and that's the end of that character. And I just become a normal person. The horses... I, I've, I've had a um, number of dogs over the years. Obviously, Labradors have always been my favorite. They're very compatible. Four daughters, all girls. Wow. They've all ridden, and they're all kind of stretched from 38 years old to 18 years old. So the 18-year-old, you've got to know, I feel like I'm bilingual. I don't know what she's talking about <laughs> half the time. I flew a horse out to California a couple of weeks ago to Del Mar, which is a very prestigious yes. racetrack. 
It's out there in San Diego, beautiful San Diego. And I loaded him up in Newark and got on a flight. And I met him in Los Angeles. I got him off. We drove him down. Got to the Del Mar racetrack. Three days later, he was running in the 67th running of the Del Mar Futurity Handicap. Do they um, enjoy it, Davey? Do they enjoy it? Do they um, have... I don't think they... T- this boy does. Indian Town Jones enjoys it because he's, he's quite a... a, a a baby in the stables, you know, you can, I could sit a stranger on him and he'd, he'd walk around the, the yard being led, but not, well, I would never put him out, anyone on the track on him, but, um, I ride him on the track. They, they, they like to exercise. They don't want to spend 23 hours in a box. That's the only problem right. with most racetracks. Sure. They are confined. It is a very hard thing to deal with. My kids hate it. They don't want me to do the racing thing. They love the horses. They want to have a petting zoo, you know. Besides horses, do you have any dogs or any other animals? I have a cat. I had a couple of cats. And uh, one of them was scared off when we came to Florida last year by a wild cat. And I'll get him this year. Uh. I'll chase him off. But um, I've chased him off a few times. It's ridiculous. Like I can see you running down the street. Oh, no, yes, I have been, honestly. <laughs> I live on, like, a retirement village down here. And, I, you know, it's like I'm running, passing, you know, people uh, uh, on their bicycles, you know, going around in circles. And I, I had Labradors in England for many years. I have a lovely old home up in Pennsylvania where I spent half my year. And I've been reluctant to get a dog for the last ten years. And the reason being is I see... Dear, there's one doe been down every other year and had a, had a, her little uh, fawn right in the backyard, you know. Um, oh, wow. Only a few acres, right in the middle of the borough, but oh, surrounded wonderful. by cornfields and such. And then I, 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 I've got little chippies around, you know, and, and squirrels, and, and, you know, occasionally the turkeys are there. In fact, the other day we saw a black bear. And I was wondering why the horses were all a little disgruntled and their heads were over the boxes, staring in a direction of the... As I say, I only have 16 acres in the middle of the borough, but, you know, these animals know where they're safe. And once horses are around, they know that there are caring... I don't know what it is. It's an instinct, I'm sure, that they have. Uh But um, I've always... I I, I recommend it. You know, whenever I see a dog or somebody's got one on the street or uh, wherever it might be, I'm I'm drawn to it. (laughs) Um, In fact, last night I went to a friend's house, had a bit of dinner, and the dog was in the backyard, and I said, you know, let him in. Let me have a look at him. And so he came in, and he didn't leave my side, you know. They just want to have affection. It's not they're like human beings. Mm -hmm. We want to be be enjoyed and we want to be loved and we want to be hugged you know and and that's all they care about and you know i i, I don't think you can't uh, uh, you can't grow up uh, i know it's prohibitive sometimes and in a city especially to have a large dog or any kind of animals and i'm not the kind of guy that locks my cats up you know um uh, they tend to want to hang about me they come into the house and they sit with me when i'm sitting about they know when i'm kind of down i know that i had a bit of a cold for the last couple of weeks and my cat up there she came in and she sat on the bed something she would never ever do she knows huh i think they know and it's yes. a wonderful thing and you know that you know anyone that's got any animals out there that are very easy to deal with it would be a wonderful thing for you to take your dog no matter what kind of dog it is and re- you know i recommend you call up a, a um, one of those um, uh, retirement homes or uh, you know obviously it's difficult in the hospitals because of uh, you know all the restrictions but retirement homes and things like that there's plenty of of them out there and those people that can't have animals anymore would love to stroke the, a little dog that you bring in or, you know, a cat in a cage. You know, they all have.
had it when they were younger, and, and it's something that you can, you know, enrich your life with. You'll be empowered and, uh, by, by doing something for somebody else, and this is what animals do for you. My, I can't wait to get around the corner and see my, my horses. You know, they all think that, you know, they're the one. They're the special one. Oh, of course. And I brush them over, and I keep them clean. I look after them. It's like, you know, my kids now, 18, 24, 34, 38. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like an excuse for me and has been because I've not always been able to be with my children. Mm -hmm. And you've got to have some kind of recreation. I mean, I still do all those you know, things like anybody else was. I still, you know, try to be on the darts team for six months up in Pennsylvania, and I, I still try to go, you know, down and bowl a few, you know, games down at the alley, and I, I do normal stuff, and I think that all fits in with being an animal carer and an animal lover and someone that cares about, you know, being part of a, a community, and that's all the dog wants to do. That's all the cat wants to be is, uh, you know, and they say they're independent and they don't need, but I've found that the more company I have with one of my barn cats, she comes in, the more she likes it. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered why she was so, uh, you know, off. She was never very affectionate, mm -hmm. but it was because of me. I didn't give her that affection. And then all of a sudden now she's getting older. She's seven, eight, I think. Now she wants to be hugged, and I pick her up every single morning. Aww. And I pick her up. she look at me before I, I put the food down. she look at me. I pick her up. I give her a hug, and I just hug her tight, you know. And um, You love your animals, and they love you unconditionally. That's about it. There you go. It's like your children, you know. Yeah. Check out www.davyjones.net. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Davy, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay. It's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, look after those pets, everybody. And, uh... And hope to see you soon. If you see it up there, check out the page, as we just said, and uh, maybe I'll be coming to you. Maybe coming to your town. Boom. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Rula Clanahan on Animal Radio. Stay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter made from whole kernel corn. Bobby Hill for Animal Radio, and if you have a pet named Max, you're not alone. Max is the most popular name for both male dogs and male cats in 2009. That's according to the Angel Animal Medical Center in Boston. The hospital did a rather unscientific list from the more than 50,000 patients it treated this year, or last year. The top name of the female dog was Bella. Top name for female cats was General Standby of Kitty, which I just say is a lack what, of imagination. What was it? What was it? Kitty. Come Kitty, on. Okay. You can't just name your cat Kitty. 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 You have to put a little more into it than that. Yeah. Some of the other top male dog names were Bailey, Charlie, Jake, and Buddy. I like that. And who wants a tax break? Raise your hand. The nation's capital, a bill is pending to establish up to $3,500 in annual tax deductions for the family pet. Legislation is being called the Happy Act. Humanity and pets partnered through the years. The bill would allow individuals to deduct certain expenses from their taxes associated with caring for a pet. Animal rights activists and other animal shelters are saying that they are overrun with stray and unwanted pets. They say the tax deduction could help ease the strain of providing for pets in a struggling economy. They do have a point. And the AKC, the American Kennel Club, continues to remind pet owners to beware. There is an alarming rise in dog nappings. 
Last year, the AKC tracked 115 dog thefts. That was up 71. It was the number in 2008. Earlier this year, a bill was introduced in Texas and make it a felony to steal a pet with two years in prison if convicted. California and Delaware have tried to releg- regulate roadside pet sales as a way to combat the trafficking of stolen pets and unsuspecting consumers who might buy them. State houses are both now proposing laws to toughen penalties for those who steal pets as well. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Here's a tip for choosing a litter. Try a litter that resembles what cats naturally use. Soft, fine-grained litters most closely resemble the sand and dirt preferred by cats in the wild. Secondly, remember that cats have a keen sense of smell, so choose a litter that doesn't include perfumes. Get more tips from Dr. McPete at www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. So, Bobby, how's that uh, New Year's resolution going? The one where I said I wasn't going to party like an animal? Yeah. Did you break it already? Yeah, it's not working real well. Not yeah. doing very well. <laughs> you weren't with us last night, were you? Okay, no. well. Yeah. New Year's resolutions I, I, are made to be broken, I, aren't they? Sure. They are, and I don't, go for the whole, I don't go for the whole year. I see how many days I, I can actually do it, <laughs> and, and to me, that's enough. <laughs> well, I quit smoking. And uh, I feel, I feel yeah, but you needed to. Well, yeah, I did need to. Um, I don't have that deep, sexy voice anymore that the, that the ladies liked. I could drink whiskey; that'll actually improve my voice, won't it? Yeah. But that'd be just trading one habit for another. Who wouldn't want to do that? Mm-hmm. So you gotta tell me you don't have any vices right now. I have no vices whatsoever. <laughs> but my voice is turning yeah, back a into nun. a nun. <laughs> I really am a nun. That's what people think. <laughs> they think, Hal, you're a nun. You're a saint, is what they think. This healthy helping of animal... Oh, try not to laugh, gals. This healthy helping of animal radio brought to you by Blue Buffalo, makers of healthy and holistic natural food for dogs and cats. You love them like family, so feed them like family with Blue. Uh, we, we have Jason on the phone. Hey, Jason. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Oh, doing well. I'm just not sure how my dog's doing because I've never seen a behavior like this before. Uh-oh. What's he doing? Uh, she's about two years old, and I'd say three weeks or a month ago, she started, um, if you've ever seen a dog, like, track, like, a fleck of dust or something floating through the air or a fly or, or something like that, she's doing that behavior for, I would say, you know, 30 minutes at a time where, where she's jumping around looking in all different directions and hopping up on her back hind legs and kind of snapping her jaws like an alligator would, like she was trying uh-huh. to grab something. Okay. But there's nothing there. Okay. Interesting. What kind of dog is she? She's a. We got her from the pound. She's a German Shepherd mix, and all the rest of the dogs in the litter were like uh, they, they look like black lab chow mixes. She's the only one that looks like she does. Aww. <laughs> so she wasn't like the the black sheep in the litter. She was just the shepherd in the litter. <laughs> yeah, I mean she's Aww. a real she's a really sweet dog, but she's always had a little bit of, of nervous energy. Like she she. Uh, She's getting better now because we're, we're uh, honestly, we watch the dog whisper and we're trying to do that kind of stuff to, to teach her to be better around new people. Mm-hmm. Because at yeah. first she was really bad and she's getting better. But now this behavior, we don't know what's going on with her. We're, we're not sure if it's some kind of mental thing or if there's some kind of more serious yeah. thing we should be worried about. 
Now, is there anything that is uh, setting off these episodes as far as is she eating beforehand, sleeping? Is there any activity that you could tr- uh, kind of link that to? No. I mean, at first it started in only one room of the house, but now she does it pretty much uh, sometimes wherever she goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, actually, you kind of alluded to a word that um, I'm going to call this, and and this sounds to me like a fly-biting seizure. And um, there are what we kind of call the grand mal seizures that people are familiar with that look like an epileptic seizure. But there's a lot of... Is it almost like it's people like a focal motor seizure? Exactly. Yes, it's exactly what a fly-biting seizure is. And it's basically something that they can do and be completely normal at other times. And it doesn't necessarily mean a dog with a fly-biting seizure is going to go on to develop a full epileptic seizure, but it can mean that there's something wrong neurologically that's triggering that. But the good thing is they rarely progress um, to something more serious, although you still have that potential of her injuring herself, you know, by jumping around or, you know, getting kind of in the zone, if you will, and um, not being aware of what's going on around her. So a lot of dogs with fly-biting seizures, I like to do a full medical workup, make sure there's nothing medically going on that we can see in their blood, um, anything in that regard. But if everything looks normal, then we have a decision to make. And the decision is, do we try medicine or do we let her go? If she's having episodes that are that long, I would probably lean towards some medication. And what we basically try is a round of anti-seizure medicine. So sometimes I'll try phenobarbital. And that that can work very well for some dogs with this. Um, other cases, I'll use something called gabapentin. Um, but um, I would say that it, it just screams at me that that is very likely what you're seeing there is a fly-biting seizure. And, and uh, yeah, we do see, actually see those a little bit more in some different breeds. I can't say shepherds is necessarily one of them, but um, I've seen it a lot in Bernese dogs, schnauzers, um, uh, the greater Swiss dogs, uh, some of those. So, so, yeah, I would say. And have you talked to your veterinarian about this? at any point yet? Well, honestly, I think we need to maybe change our vet because I left a message for her and y'all called me back before she did. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. But, uh, <laughs> but the, what I'm concerned about is, you know, in people, you know, a lot of times, uh, C is not that big a deal except for the lack of oxygen. Is this the same thing going on with her whenever she's having these or is it a different kind of uh, effect on her body? It's a different effect, and um, with a seizure, we're not really having a lack of oxygen. It's more, um, if we had more of a fainting episode, that's when we would have a change in the oxygen. Her, she's just got some wires that are just kind of firing um, off um, abnormally, so that's kind of all that is. Um, but still, you know, I'd say the duration that you're describing these and just, um, you know, how it's happening more regularly, I, I would definitely think that she would be one. I'd get some labs drawn on her and then be ready for the potential that, you know, trying something like an anti-seizure medicine may be a good thing that improves the quality of her life. And and that's what I really look for, is that if these episodes are frequent enough or they're affecting her quality of life or yours, then we really that's when we need to step in and start medicating. So I'd give hey, that now, a try. There, One last question. So it's not going to do any good. Like, I've been trying to correct the behavior, which she's doing it, and she can't help it, right? So it's not going to do, do her or me any good to try to correct it while she's doing it, right? No, no. If this is truly a fly biting seizure, yeah, you're, you're just gonna bang your head up against the wall. So, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, well, you'll be looking for much. the value, not her. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, do you have any? 
<laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All right. My pleasure, Jason, and good luck with that little one. Welcome, my friend, to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, we do it every weekend. Is this your first weekend? Well, welcome to year 10 of Animal Radio. Thank you for finally joining us. Wouldn't that make them a, a virgin, and wouldn't that make us deflowerers? Yeah, that's, a, that's by the way, is Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Hill, she's our news director, and, uh, of course, we have Susan Sims. She talks travel here, animal communicator Joey Turner, Vinnie Penn, also a smart aleck here. That actually is what he says on his animal radio card. It says... Smart aleck? Vinnie Penn, smart aleck. Cool. Uh, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and uh, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. I'm Hal. I'm Judy. She uh, screens the calls. Uh, we have Boog, the studio cat, and Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. It's a, you know, it's like a big family around here. And it we is. all could use a tax break. Because, yeah. frankly, radio doesn't pay very well. I'll tell you that right now. We do this. It's a love from our hearts. And you're here because you probably have animals. And there's a new proposal for a tax break for pet owners. And the funny thing is, there's people that are actually saying, this doesn't work, it's misguided, it's stupid, it's impossible to validate. That was just Glenn Beck that just said that. But uh, No, really? No, I was just making Nuh-uh. that up there. I was just, no. making, that, I was just making that up. But I think he, Glenn's on our side. I think he is on our side. But, uh, you know, they say that you can't validate uh, uh, the, this at all. I'm sure that there's ways... I don't agree. You have receipts... You have receipts. You know, yeah. what they do with the kids, they should do the same thing that they do for the exemption for children. It's a flat deduction per household. And how many of them are asked to prove they actually have those kids? Really? Yeah. You have like 17 kids, don't you? Shut up, Hal. We have, you just use your social security number for the kids, and I think that they should use the animals should have like a, the licensing tag number. The rabies, no, yeah, yeah, that's not a she bad idea. She's so smart. Really yeah. I don't know what the hell she's doing here. But well, they call you're this, paying her, Hal, yeah. let's be honest. I, I'm not paying her. I'll tell you that right now. I think you she actually pays to, us. I was going to say, I'm supposed to get paid for this? Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> They're calling this the HAPPY Act. The unfortunate acronym, uh, Humanity and Pets Partnered Through the Years, is what it stands for. We'd love to hear what you think about it at one 405 I think you two probably agree you want a tax deduction Yes. for having an animal. I can't for ima- sure. imagine somebody who wouldn't. If you don't want it, we'd love to hear from you. Well, you know, people who like to kick puppies and kittens, they probably wouldn't. They're looking for the uh, kicking puppy and kittens tax deduction. And they're, mm-hmm. that's frankly okay. not going to pass. I'll tell you, if, they, if I have anything to I do with it, not. it won't pass. This is Animal Radio. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1 800 874 7070 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1 800 874 7070 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. 
Is your dog a lucky dog? My dog is. She eats Lucky Dog Cuisine. Home-cooked meals that come straight to my door. Give your dog the same natural ingredients you would if you had the time to cook for them every day. Feed your dog what Animal Radio feeds their Lucky Dog. Lucky Dog Cuisine. Great ingredients, no preservatives, straight from Lucky Dog's kitchen to your freezer. Visit LuckyDogCuisine.com for tail-wagging home-cooked meals made with love. LuckyDogCuisine.com. That's LuckyDogCuisine.com. Does your pet become anxious when you leave the house? Do certain sounds like thunder or sirens cause your pet to feel uneasy? If your pet barks excessively or is an out-of-control chewer, you'll find the solution in Classic Cuts by Music My Pet. The principal performer for Disney's Baby Einstein has created Classic Cuts with special sounds to help calm, soothe, and relax your pet. A calm pet is a happy pet. To order your Classic Cuts, visit www.musicmypet.com or call 1-877-PET-CALM. You're listening to Animal Radio. Greetings, Animal Radio. Vinnie Penn, party animal, coming at you live. I'd like to revisit a subject I brought up in an earlier party animal installment, and that's Facebook. Uh, We live in a Facebook age, a Twitter age. Everybody is updating their status. Uh, I'm sure the the Animal Radio people... uh, um, and my party animal uh, friends in particular, I've got one friend of mine who's constantly updating his status, and it's always about his dog. It's always about Vargas. That's his dog. See if you can fit. That's what he calls his dog. It's always, uh, just got back. Vargas has fleas. Just got back from a walk with Vargas. I, I would like one status update to be about him. But nonetheless, you know, I, I went on a rail before about a lot of these different groups you're being asked to join on Facebook. And after a while, if you accept too many, it all appears a bit too frivolous. And I wondered aloud during a party animal segment just how effective some of the Facebook groups involving animals really were. And did they detract from your PETAs and from your other, lo- the Humane Society, uh, these kind of grassroots Facebook groups, and, and received uh, some wonderful emails from Animal Radio listeners. And, of course, hit me up at Vinny at AnimalRadio.com. Feel free. This one, though, really irked me. And I will admit, coming out of the gate, that I don't, I can't quite wrap my head around it. But a friend hit me up on Facebook recently to join the group against using live dogs as shark bait. Perhaps this is something that's already been tackled on the animal radio airwaves, and rightfully so. So I apologize if I'm, uh, you know, uh, readdressing something that's already been handled uh, well by the more than capable animal radio staff. But uh, I still have to approach it the party animal way, the Vinnie Penn way. Live dogs as shark bait. Uh, I have so many questions here. One, is it to decrease the shark population? Uh, Not that that would justify by any means anybody using a live dog in this capacity, in a fishing capacity. Not only do I believe that that's incredible grounds for arrest, but uh, many, many years in prison. In, in my opinion. Uh, but if these are just fishermen looking to what? Mount the shark? Uh, um, bring the, the, the shark to... I can't imagine it would be to br- uh, bring in said shark to uh, a, a, a sea world of sorts. But 
Can this really be going on? And is it going on in the United States? I have to ask. Uh, It's completely obscene. Where are they getting the live dogs? Whose bright idea was it? It's the age old. I mean, this is a super villain who came up with this idea. The guy who is using a live dog as sharp bait, as my friend on Facebook says, this is going on. I would like to use him as sharp bait. That fisherman with this this quote-unquote genius idea, I have to dangle him in there. Um, maybe give him a bath and some chum. Chum? Vinnie Penn, party animal. Animal radio. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that rough. <laughs> We've run it into the ground. We need something fresh. Oh, really? I didn't. I don't. Re- <laughs> that was pretty funny. Animal Radio is brought to you by One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew. One shot, and it's gone. Call one eight hundred eight seven four seven zero seven zero, or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. This is Animal Radio, baby. know Jimi Hendrix was a big feline lover. He loved his kitties. Really? Yes. You're making that up. No, I would not make that up. Wow. Who told you that, Hal? Yeah, I didn't I, know that. I actually read about it in a uh, anthology about him. And it's, oh, it's, you read a book? I Well, it had pictures. And there was a picture of a cat <laughs> in it. He was holding a cat. So I knew immediately. Aww. But you got to figure somebody who makes music like that is a lover of the animals, right? Sure. Sure. You're artistic, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, you want to go to the phones? Yeah, I am certainly ready. Let's take some calls. I think we have Steve there. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Hey, how you doing today? Very good. How can we help you? Uh, I've got a cat. He's uh, eight years old now. I got the cat when he was 12 hours old. And bottle fed it, hand raised it. Cool. Wow, hot off the presses, huh? He seems to have some mental issues, though. He's like a lion on the hunt all the time, and he will attack and eat your butt up. Now, remember, you were his father. You were his role, his figure, his father figure. So now he's going to be however you are, right? I'm just guessing. Uh, well, I took him and had him decalled all four feet because he was dangerous. I mean, he would just rip you to shreds with him claws. He's been neutered, decalled. He's eight years old now, and he still will stalk you. Sneak up behind okay. the chair and run out and pack your leg like he's trying to kill something. Okay, now i got to ask you a couple background questions. Is he an inside cat? Yes. He's inside. Are there other cats or other pets in the home? Well, the, the cat was raised with two dogs. I mean, up until the time he was two years old, he barked like a dog. <laughs> Literally, he and, would. Somebody knocked on the door. The cat was the leader of the pack at the door to see who was there barking. Okay. And and did this um, behavior start from the very get-go, or is it something that's slowly built up? Well, I mean, it, it kind of started when he was about three weeks old, and you'd be holding him, and he'd wrap his feet around you and start clawing and biting. I'd put him down and tell him no, but, you know, the older he got, the worse he got. We kind of just learned to live with it, but... If anybody comes over, I have to go put him up. I mean, he's going to hurt somebody. 
And, and you know, this is a, uh, your call is very reminiscent of my first cat in college, and I called him my guard cat. And if people knocked uh-huh. on the door, he ran to the door growling, um, kind of serving as my protector. And, uh, you know, he had a very strong, aggressive um, way of dealing with humans, and, and that was a challenge we dealt with my cat's whole life. So I, I feel for you, and I've been there, and some things we can work and try to train um, train away from, and, and other things are truly an instinct and are, are a human safety issue. So I, I definitely I applaud that you, in those situations, recognize that you know moving him to another room is probably the safest thing to do. Now, the hard thing is that this behavior, if, if it's something that he's built up and it's kind of ingrained at this point, it is hard to redirect that. And there's a couple motivations we'd look at. In most cats, they do biting or chasing or um, nipping behaviors as part of either play or part of boredom. So um, the basic instincts here that we talk about, um, if we're talking about boredom, we look for ways to change that and to enhance their environment, especially if you have an indoor cat. Now, if he's kind of lived with dogs, um, you know, he may be interacting more on a dog level than on that of a cat. So for some cats, we'll actually get another cat to give them an outlet um, of entertainment and play. Um, but otherwise, we want to schedule some actual playtime with your cat. We want to get them as tired as we can, and it's hard because you can't put them necessarily on a leash and run around the block. But we want to schedule play sessions where your hand is far away from him, where we can get him uh, running, chasing after items, maybe even hiding toys in like little Kong toys where he has to almost kind of hunt it down inside of an object. Give him those kind of uh, outlets so he can have more entertainment in his kitty world. Um, and then it's laser light. He does. That's a great entertainment. And, you know, uh, laser lights, you know, big in Vegas here. <laughs> the cats love them. And, yeah, it's a good way to get that, expend some of that energy. Because otherwise that may turn towards you as an outlet where he's just kind of pent up with his energy. So that's a really big thing. Um, as far as if your kitty shares that kind of a- aggressive background that my other kitty, um, it really is a matter of knowing your cat's uh, triggers, what sets them off, and to really be very um, cautious around people and um, I would just like a dog that has a tendency to be nervous around people with cats like this I am very cautious and I, I kind of take them take them aside if, if at all possible yeah he's pretty mean the vet that decalled him when I went and picked him up said that mm-hmm. was the most psychotic animal he had ever ran across Oh, well, I'd have to believe there's some good in there somewhere. And, uh, you know, maybe we need to get Joy involved here and get some little communication going so that we can figure out what uh, what this kitty's instincts are. And, you know, he may just really need uh, a lot of um, energy, if at all possible, if we can do some other enrichments in the home uh, where he has access to, um, uh, like, a kitty, either a kitty condo by a window or where you can have, like, an indoor-outdoor area where he can actually watch the birds, watch the, uh, you know, other animals animals outside that might give them some other entertainment outside of chasing down you guys and hunting you <laughs> hey steve i'm curious All right, we'll try it. steve what is the name of your cat what is the name of your cat marshall 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 yeah okay. like, like a marshall guitar amp i was playing in the band when i found him so i named him marshall <laughs> don't worry I've, I've been called psychotic and crazy myself Okay, many times. <laughs> a psychotic, crazy animal. So don't don't let your vet, uh, you know, it's, a, it's actually a compliment, I think, really. 
is what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, see, hey. now you can take the marshal because he's like the security of the house. He's like a marshal. See? So, there, there you go. go. The, the name fits. The loud music that did it to him because when the band would be over practicing, he would get up on top of the bass amp and lay there the whole time we played. You know, it sounds like it was the environment he was brought up in. It really does. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Steve, thanks for your call today. We appreciate you listening to Animal Radio. That's all we have time for today. Remember, you can get in touch with any one of us at AnimalRadio.com. And the phones are active all week long at 1-866-405-8405. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a great thanks, week. Thanks, guys. See ya. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.